Hey, what's up? This is Zach Hillman. And I'm Daryl Williams. And we are talking about Season 4, Episode 7, The Bubble Boy. And our guest this week is the delightful Evan Cassidy. What's up? Hey, good to be here. Hello. Awesome, guys. (laughs) Yeah. And this is... Plenty of salutations to come (laughs) on the other side. Keep it sponge-worthy. She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge worthy. I think I'm very sponge sponge worthy. The sponge worthy podcast. Sponge worthy. Okay, so guys, we are here on the sponge worthy podcast, of course. Yeah, and uh, we're rocking it with uh, Evan. The cast yeah. man, Cassidy. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Good. We we wanted to have you on for a while. Glad mm-hmm. it uh, mm-hmm. finally yeah. worked out I'll, with your, sh- your shedge. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. You hey, know, Thanksgiving. Yeah. All and that. to the audience listening, in uh, two to three months when this comes out, it is Thanksgiving <laughs> week when we recorded this. <laughs> Guys, did you get enough food? Yeah. Still eating yeah. food from Thanksgiving? I hope I not. I just finished. I think I have like Jello left. That's it. <laughs> I'll still have leftovers then. For right, sure. right. Yeah. Throw those deviled eggs out, though. Yeah. They are past their prime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Evan, what is your uh, knowledge thus far, or what's your uh, fandom of Seinfeld? Well, yeah, I, I grew up. I grew up watching it as a as a wee lad. Sure. You know, like um, when it first aired, or in syndication, yeah, and yeah, when it first aired. I mean, yeah, God, I was probably. I was in grade school. It's probably right because this episode seven, seven aired or eight years old or something. Mm-hmm. You know, probably, this episode probably, aired around 93, 94. Yeah, I I feel like I I probably started watching it around then, um, or maybe a few years after. Um, mm-hmm, and, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it would it would be playing in syndication, so you would see old episodes on. Sure, my parents sure. would my parents would tape it on the VHS. You know, they'd have a bunch of episodes taped. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. My my mom taped uh, Seinfeld's "I'm Telling You" for the last time mm. stand up special. Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. having that. I had that yeah. on DVD for a long time. I had a I had a copied recorded tape. Nice. I'm you for oh, the last wow. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! VH, bootleg. VHS. What's remember, the deal with bootlegs? I yeah. know. What's the deal with? <laughs> <laughs> were, yeah. Were you like a Were you like a school kid like walking around? Uh, doing a what's the deal joke? <laughs> yeah, not what's not the deal with kickball. <laughs> you know what's funny Did though? You have a friend, is, yeah, is that like, imitated uh, George Costanza too. Yeah. Come on, come on, Evan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, an elementary school kid would probably do the same material as real Jerry Seinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think I had what's the deal with razzles? You know, like, right, right. It's candy, <laughs> then it's gum. Like yeah, <laughs> I remember the finale too. I remember watching the finale and being right. just like taking it all in. I remember. You you know, yeah, talking but, about it with my parents after, and they were like, well, what, you know, just like debating, like, well, how the, was that the way they should have ended it? Could they have sure. ended it another way? And so mm. yeah, it was I a mean, big to do that. The finale was like 70 million people tuned in. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Well, you had plus four in, uh, in my house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they actually also the hashtag right? the, the 70 million. It's yeah. strong. <laughs> they famously said that us. Uh, uh, Sinatra died on the finale as well. Yeah. Or not on the finale itself, but <laughs> during the finale. Oh, watching the finale. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like these goddamn clips, and then he killed himself. It yep. was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Old blue eyes, yeah. They actually said, too, that they, uh, the finale helped him get to the hospital faster because so many people were off the road, so the uh, ambulance <laughs> could drive to the hospital faster. That's crazy. Still Man. didn't save him, but yeah. he got to the hospital faster because of Seinfeld. Wow, you, yeah. They recorded his death that much quicker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the moon hit his eye like a big piece of pie. Yeah. yeah. That's the Seinfeld. <laughs> it's the more. Okay. So uh, we are talking about probably one of the most more popular episodes of the series, uh, The yeah. Bubble Boy, episode season four, episode eight, I believe. Yeah, we have a... Or seven, I'm sorry. This is one of the first times we get like a really recognizable guest star, Very, I want to say. A, like, a decent size uh, guest star. I wouldn't say like the biggest guest star, but... Well, yeah, I mean, you know... He, you know, you I had some... he was a character... We've had like really famous character actors right. before. Brian Doyle Murray is definitely that, but he was also on SNL for sure. three or four seasons, I want to say. Hmm. So he was... Yeah, and he was already in some TV shows at that time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
pretty much a good, probably working actor. He probably worked more than uh, Bill Murray at some yeah. point. Well, I mean, but I mean, Bill is obviously like super selective, and he only right. does the things that he wants to do. Like, sure, any crap that Wes Anderson writes, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, Brian Doyle Murray's probably more famous. Uh, he's the guy in Groundhog Day. He's the uh, one of the uh, officiators. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. a ton of voice acting work. Definitely, too, which you know What's he has that like one great guy, gravelly. Um, voice. He's in um, uh, Knuggets, uh, whatever. Uh, hmm. It's like uh, I forget. Yeah, I'll I'll. I'll just think about it and yeah, silence like guys. Nugget of wisdom, right there. <laughs> yeah. Just, just edit it in later. Just splice it in later. Yeah. When you hear Daryl's voice, and it's like Kerfluffin, and it right? just sounds completely different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Recorded it way better later with a condenser mic, and <laughs> but also uh, we get yeah, um, kind of an interesting guest star too from one of the writers of Seinfeld. Yeah. <coughs> uh, the guy that plays the Bubble Boy. Is one of the writers, I believe, and his name is Jay or John Heyman. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. I was wondering because usually when you have a voice off screen, it's almost always Larry David. Usually. Oh, yeah. Or like a guy who's selling a newspaper, anything that's like just small enough that they don't want to get someone real to do it. It's like Larry David <laughs> right. winds up. We say he likes to cut himself two paychecks. Yeah, he usually, especially when in these types of roles too, where it is off screen, mm-hmm. you're only really uh, seeing the the hands. I think we are getting a little ahead of ourselves, but yeah, this uh, John Heyman was a, a staff writer for just this one season of the show, and then uh, they liked him his voice so much that they're like, "Hey, you could do the Bubble Boy." <laughs> it was yeah, well, distinct. It, yeah. yeah, I guess he was a stand up in like L.A. or in New York at the time or whatever. Um, he probably lives next door or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I ever saw his stand up. I'd never heard of him. Like you know, outside of this role. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he wasn't living in as big an apartment as Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> in the show. Maybe his stand up career wasn't quite so successful. But right. Well, let's get into this. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of stand up, uh, we uh, we ha- we start off with a little bit of stand up, like most episodes. Yes. Uh, Jerry's talking about being disappointed when you call someone and they pick up. Yeah. And oh yeah. You wanted to get the machine. You wanted to like leave some information for them, but not talk to them. This a relatable subject for you, or uh, having lived through this era of technology. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's also like very dated because of the technology that it references. Sure, yeah. I think this episode is a quintessential like '90s episode because half of the like, um, I guess, conflict in these in this whole episode would have been solved with a simple cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> there would right. have been no it, well because travel or, the or, map. Yeah, yeah, if you it's had a... three different sets of ships <laughs> passing in the night. Yes, and like. It all relies on, like, no one writing down the directions. Nope. No one, like, Nobody. communicating with each other. Nope. And, like, following someone else to get somewhere. So, yeah, you can't you can't have that with text messaging. No. I mean, obviously, yeah, he could have called up George and said, where are you? They could have had the GPS coordinates the whole time. They wouldn't have had to worry about uh, Kramer not showing up and, like, you know, being surprised. It's like, dude, all of this could have been solved. But obviously, it does help because maybe you don't get gems of like episodes like this with mm. the invention of cell phones. Like, really? um, well, it's like if you look at if you look at like any movie with a serial killer now, it's still almost always right. set in the seventies or eighties. Or they have to make up some bullshit of like, oh, I can't get cell reception. Oh man, the stupid <laughs> phone! And I know, like, it can't ever work. Like they never have phones that work in like horror movies. Yeah. Well, also like forensic science, I feel like they just they want it to be more like you have to catch the guy in yes. the moment cuz that's more exciting than being like, "Oh, th- th- this is these are his dental records, you know." Right. <laughs> and he bit a piece of cheese on the scene. Mm-hmm, now we got mm-hmm. the guy, you know. That's like, CSI. Yeah, exactly. That's not as fun. Um so yeah, after the uh stand up, we get Jerry um hanging out with Naomi, mm-hmm. aka Bad Laugh Girl. 
Yeah. And um, they're hanging out, talking about, uh, you know, Naked Gun, maybe watching a, a comedy or watch something. Yeah. Naked Gun, and Jerry's like, I don't want to do he that. Does. I don't like to <laughs> laugh. He's got a distinctively annoying laugh. Have you yeah. ever heard, like, hung out with somebody? Like, I mean, either of your wives have bad laughs? I assume not. No, no my wife's no. a cackler. She yeah. Cackles. On record, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I don't know that I know too many people that have a weird laugh. I mean, comedians will do kind of a forced laugh where it's right. almost like it's it's like it's almost like a peacocking like I I'm making it aware that I'm like yes. <laughs> like kind of a right. ironic laugh I don't that, think... that gets kind of grating. Mm-hmm. There's one comedian I know and I think you guys know him too. Uh, we've had him on the podcast. Yes, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Justin Marquez. That guy his laugh, oh, I would yeah. assume has it's the he's most a, like he's what? got a weird one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on record. Yes, laugh. I think he would definitely you know admit to it too. I yeah, thought he, yeah, he's I've heard him do one liners, but I feel it like before, it's so, very yeah. g- genuine. I don't think it's like something he's like consciously going like, oh, I'm gonna laugh like this this stupid way or whatever. You know, yeah, it's like nah, uh, I would. In a weird way, I think he's like, no, I wish I could laugh some other way. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I have multiple laughs, and like a sure, lot of times I've had sure. people be like, "That's a fake laugh. You don't. Right, you're yeah, not right. really laughing at this." And it's like, no, it just right. it just hit me different. If I didn't think it was funny, I wouldn't laugh. It is funny know? how to like if you were like forced to laugh right now, it wouldn't be what you would normally sound like when you actually had a genuine laugh. True, right. true. It would sound like, oh, you're you're like doing this like you're making a fake laugh like there's gotta be some kind of speech therapist that can change that mm-hmm. right like we, a, we, a chuckleologist yeah. i believe they're called <laughs> <laughs> that's the word you're looking for cast man <laughs> laugh diatrist yeah <laughs> now i'm always self-conscious like oh man how do i laugh Ugh. yeah yeah let's just let it out let right it go. you ever tape yourself laughing and you're, laughing and you're like oh that's not right <laughs> All the time. Yeah. <laughs> just, just tape myself listening back. I think it also is a little hereditary, too, because I've noticed that I laugh a little bit like my parents or mm-hmm. like my stepdad or whatever a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's like, oh, it's just because I heard them laugh a bunch of times. So I'm like, I guess I'll, I'll laugh the same way. Yeah. It was modeled for you. Yeah. 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 So, um,. <laughs> so, yeah. They're hanging out. He doesn't want to have her laugh. They're wanting to. He's like, "How about we watch, uh, you know, Schindler's List, the or Holocaust?" Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, show just called the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think Schindler's List had come out at that time. That's yeah. like a weird, <laughs> a weird offer from someone who's clearly Jewish, like Jerry Seinfeld. It's right? Like, yeah, let's talk about the Holocaust some more. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that might be a moment. Where you're like, oh, I guess I have to. I, yeah, you know. So then, uh, yeah, you can't turn that offer down, yeah, can you? Yeah, you look right. Real bad if you're like, I don't want to think. <laughs> but uh, Naomi did. Yeah, yeah. She, did, she did that. <laughs> so before they get into the movie, uh, they uh, Jerry plays his answering machine, which has George talking about uh, going over to the cabin this weekend. Yeah, and uh, who's uh, Susan's father's house? And then he slips in like, "Do you want to take Naomi? I know she has a horrible laugh. Maybe you guys could take separate cars or uh, something." Yeah. And clearly, she's like, "What the hell?" Well, the word he he says that she sounds like <coughs> Elmer Fudd sitting on a juicer. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> good. And that's which, that's kind of a '90s version of a modern day problem, which is I think when you answer on speakerphone. Yes. Right. Or when, you, when yes. you have someone on speakerphone, you don't tell them that they're on speakerphone. Yes. yes. Which happens to me a lot. I mean, I'll... I'll I've be, done that. Yeah, I'll I've be out there. I've definitely done that. People don't tell you, you know, like, oh, I got my, you know, I'm throwing out some, some. I'm saying fuck. Right. You know? I've and definitely they, had that happen where I, I've they, picked they up got, speakerphone on my, like, driving or to you somewhere. Or you your niece, that ugly putz, like, yeah. is that? <laughs> I've had people's aunts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've had friends like say certain things like, "Hey man, you fucking your wife right now," and I'm like, "I don't even have a wife," and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why, because you're not fucking any." I'm like, "She's sitting right here. This is like a first date." Like, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, right, my bad." Yeah, yeah, cool. So the country club later, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, obviously, yeah, she's like, "Nope, I'm out." She doesn't want to hang out with uh, Jerry anymore. He's always like... Then he quickly starts talking to George like, Hey, what the fuck? Why did you leave that stupid thing on my message? I didn't think anyone would play it. 
Yeah. And he's like, well, I didn't think anyone listened to it or whatever. And it's, yeah. And then uh, Kramer shows up with yeah. a, a cigar. And then um, he basically is talking about how he's going to go to this new country club. The Westchester Golf Club. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he's, uh, he's getting yeah. all weekend because of the Cuban cigars that George gave him, mm-hmm. which are from Susan's dad. Right. This this happened several episodes ago, too. They planted this seed this, like at, on episode one of, pretty, or no episode like three of season four. Right, 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 right. Yeah, this I would say uh, season four is probably the most linear out of all the seasons so far. Yeah, we've got a lot of like planting things, like the watch that was in the trash can that Leo mm-hmm. found, and right, and like things that happened multiple episodes ago, like Su- like uh, Susan obviously is from a, a few episodes ago, uh, and then this new girl Sandra, she's from a few episodes ago as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, and you know we get we get a hint at the end of the last episode or two episodes ago, mm-hmm. something like that, that she has this miserable uh elmer fudd juicer laugh. right <laughs> um and and yeah that's this whole season just seems to be about payoff uh mm-hmm. and it feels like it's like really starting to come to roost a lot of this stuff it it feels really good this season yeah i like it so far i, I like that you kind of have to watch other episodes but you can also still get you know enough from just what, the standalone episode yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't they don't just rely on like you knowing from a previous episode that she has a terrible laugh. They have her come in and laugh immediately. So they still do a good job of keeping yeah, up yeah. the like floating timeline aspect of the show. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize how uh because I, I see so many of the episodes just uh, you know randomly and right. so mm-hmm. you don't you don't realize how it's all connected and Right. But then they also lines. have like just a one line that says like you know all the exposition that you need like hey this is like you know isn't that that one girl from the you know restaurant over here and you're like oh yeah it was that was Mm -hmm. that's all i needed and even if you didn't see that episode previously you're like good enough backstory for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but uh let's uh let's you know Get on with uh, Kramer. He needs to get these Cuban cigars so that he can go golfing. Right. And this is uh, George and Jerry's out because they don't want to invite Kramer up to the cabin because Susan hates Kramer because Kramer barfed on her like three yes. episodes ago. There's <laughs> another thing that happened. Yes. I'm going to have to go back yes. and watch that. That's yes. Nice. And then didn't, she... you, didn't you do your homework, man? <laughs> I know. I know. gave you all this assigned reading. and Right. right. And in... Uh, true George cheapskate fashion, he uh, made uh, Kramer pay for the dry cleaning bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Very, Because very he didn't want to be out $18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. So uh, so George says it kind of like, oh, that's too bad you're going to be golfing all weekend because right. we're, we're going up to this cabin that Susan's dad owns. And, right. Man, it's too bad you can't go there. And um uh, yeah, Kramer's Kramer's a little bummed about that. Um, yes, and then we have um, them basically hanging out at the bar, or at is it Monks? They're at they're at Monks. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jerry invites Elaine, right? Uh, to because he doesn't want to be third wheel. Yeah, so he's trying to get like a double date type of thing going on, mm-hmm. but obviously it's not a double date technically. Yeah. Um, it's kind of just like a foursome thing right. at that point. He's also having uh, his own uh, photos. I guess he gave a photo to the monk's uh, restaurant. Oh, no, it was to the dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. And uh, his uh, little uh, signature had, um, I'm in, I'm so impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a weak pun. Man. Weak, yeah. <laughs> Would you even put a pun at all? Like, or just I mean, you cast just sign your all name. about wordplay. Yeah, so I would. I think I would. But would yeah, you- even that, that's a little. It is a little forced, you know. It's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but I think the thought of it is important. Like it it um it makes it feel a little more real when you see it on the wall. I mean, you'll sometimes see headshots on a wall, and it, uh, it it's clearly okay. This guy clearly was at the dry cleaners. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of. Kind would you more put off- like a like if they had like fluff and fold you there you would put like this is fucked and folded <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. signed by the castmate. Yeah. I mean, when you see pictures on a wall, if you saw like Jay Leno's picture on a diner wall and it was just like, "Hey, thanks for the memories." 
You wouldn't right. think Jay Leno's unfunny all of a sudden, right? <laughs> true, no, true, no. True. You wouldn't be like, oh, he didn't like, come up with a great one-liner. burgers or something. You wouldn't yeah. be like, what the fuck? Why would they say that at an In and Out? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So I, this is a weird pressure that Jerry <laughs> right. feels. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's also put on it by Elaine because Elaine is always kind of razzing him about like, you think you're good at comedy? Like that's funny. Yeah. They're Even- all so dismissive <laughs> about Jerry's clearly very successful comedy yeah. career. Yeah. He's like been on the Tonight Show, and they're like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of the ten probably highest paid working comedians. <laughs> He's literally making With your like little jokes five yeah. grand a week easily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. So yeah, uh, Elaine's Elaine's razzing him about that. When who walks up? But Brian Doyle Murray. Right, Mr. Sanger. Um Yeah. He uh he's a trucker. He uh mm-hmm. yeah. he hauls Yoohoo. Yoohoo, yes. <laughs> the chocolate drink. Yeah, he he stays loyal to the brand. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. technically not yeah. milk. It's there's yeah. no dairy in, in Yoohoo. Oh no, there, there's some type of dairy. Mm I mean it, it's a there's it's, I, I I'm speaking from experience as being allergic to dairy products. Really? Oh yeah. It, it's like did it, it give you the cast blasters? Is that what happened? I man? thought it was all like corn fructose syrup and all that shit. Well, like, it, I mean, we'd have to look it up. But it, 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 what will happen is it'll be some type of like dairy protein. I mean, it's not mm, good milk. You're not mm, getting it straight from mm, the cow's yeah. teeth. You know even, what I mean? I think but, Velveeta and like government cheese, they like oh, extract yeah. <laughs> some sort of like yeah. curd protein byproduct. It's like Cass a, is looking at a bag of maybe it is right now like to find skim, out what's going to give him the shits. And skim milk. Maybe it is something about like the chocolate or something in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the chocolate would definitely have like yeah, it'll say like skim milk or lactose, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're definitely not getting like something fresh from the farm. Yeah, milk, you don't get you know? yoo-hoo straight from the cow. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> you got to go to the yeah, yeah you got to go to where they make it, you know. You got yeah. You have to go to the cows that are eating only chocolate. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they can only make it for a short period before they all die. I think oh, that yes. was like the first dad joke, right? Like those yeah. those cows are chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brown cows mm-hmm. or something, right? That feels racist against cows now, <laughs> though. I don't think that joke has aged very well. Dads of America, <laughs> times up, dads. Yeah, <laughs> it's about time. Oh my god, we just canceled all dads. That <laughs> wow. was no more dad jokes. Ever. That was a broad Jeez. stroke. Wow. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so then um Kramer shows up or no, uh we so have we um, Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah, we still, have Brian so. Doyle Murray. He's hanging out saying like that uh he's he recognizes Jerry from being on the Tonight Show and he's like, "Hey, I'm a big fan. Um I got this bubble boy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His son's in a bubble. Yeah, my son's in a bubble. They get it's over a rare th- immune disorder. Right. Yeah, which we yeah, weirdly uh which is a, of the now. I mean, that's kind I of guess. a flash forwarded today. Yeah, yeah people you know. were kind of quarantined for yeah, a while. We've yeah. all bubble boyed up, we, you know. Yeah, we were all in our own bubbles for we're a long definitely time. Definitely bathing in Purell for a while. <laughs> sure. You know, all yeah. of us. I don't know if it was exactly like, you know, um John Travolta bubble boy style, but it was definitely like stay that inside. Is a weird movie. By the yeah. way, I don't know if you've ever seen of course. it. Of course. No, it was no. a, a made-for-TV movie um, with John Travolta. He played the boy in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he uh, had his mom um, living in the – and then he could also go out. Like there would be like a bubble that you could like go out into the world a little bit with. Not like yeah. Bubble Boy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, no. Oh, I was thinking – Okay. It was more like... I know there were two movies about Bubble Boy. There's a lot of Bubble yeah. Boy movies, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. There's it's, a whole, it's a whole thing. John Travolta also famously uh, dated his the actress that played his mom in the movie Ooh, yeah. at the same time, so that was weird. Well, Steffi had a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. You think they'd just make, like, a suit around you. Like, they wouldn't... Yeah. It wouldn't need to be a bubble. Either. Like a, like a so hazmat spherical. suit or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. I guess this something is more so... Something that gets so... into convenience store doors more easily. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like... But apparently, yeah, it was more so like a room that was more so it. It wasn't really like a just a big igloo or whatever. Yeah. Like they discuss in Seinfeld. Like they go over the logistics of like what's what exactly is the bubble? Does he uh, control the remote when they watch TV? It's a plastic divider, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically a divider in a room. 
Yeah, and it's my favorite scene in this whole interchange is when uh, Brian Doyle Murray starts crying. Elaine starts crying. Elaine hands everyone napkins. Yeah. And Jerry just wipes the corners of his mouth yeah. because yeah. he's such a callous. You <laughs> don't care about the imbecile. bubble boy. Uh-huh. If anything, oh he's just mining bits now. He's like, oh, tell me more so I can make fun of this guy on stage. He's like, so what are the particulars of this boy's bubble? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he agrees because uh brian doyle murray asks him to come visit him and he's like at first like oh okay and then elaine is like no 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 you of course you'll go of, of course, course yeah go. yeah because so. at first he was like well i got plans you know there but he doesn't really tell him about the plans mm-hmm. and then he yeah elaine guilts him into going anyway but then they uh, now, now he could just do zoom yeah, he yeah, could have done he'd zoom. zoom into the and it would help the kid in the bubble. It'd be one less again. Uh, yeah, he yeah. could have at least immune done a FaceTime or something. Yeah, or, yeah. one less yeah. threat to the immune system. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. think that's what Make a Wish has been doing for like the past couple Probably. of years? Probably. Where Chris Pratt is like, "Hey, I'm Star Lord, and I'm here to see you over Zoom, little Timmy." And <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to risk my own life. <laughs> Right. You're not going to be around that much longer, Timmy, but I want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they cut to an apartment or the Jerry's apartment, and they uh, are talking with uh, Susan and George. And he's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go see this guy. He's living in a bubble. And they're like, the bubble? What the hell? Bubble boy, bubble boy, boy, boy. Wow. Yeah, exactly. A uh, whole big bu- 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 like <laughs> just making all these B noises the whole episode, and it, it's, it's a like, fun uh, phrase to, to repeat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Brian Doyle Murray really hits a bubble boy. And it's like it's very, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. But uh, yes, back to the George and Susan scene. Susan looks at the address and she's like, "Oh, I know exactly where that is. You right. guys can just follow us." Right. We'll do it on the way up to the cabin. Which is a good, uh, nice turn of events. Yeah. Very uh, coincidental. Also uh, very sitcom-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kramer busts in, and he and he's like, oh, thanks for inviting me. Right. Susan's but- like, hey, who invited you? And, and then she's like, is that one of my dad's cigars? And like... <laughs> And he's yeah. also like wearing like a, a 1940s style golfing outfit or yeah. something like that. This is what Mickey Mouse wears to golf, right? It's, or like, yeah, like goofy when he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. why did George give Kramer the cigars? He didn't, uh, because didn't he like, didn't like them. He didn't. Uh, he didn't want cigars. He, he said he took a puff of one and couldn't stop vomiting or something right, like that. Right. The, and you're with the vomit again. The vomit's, yeah. vomits I think that the cigars kind of caused Kramer to vomit too, right? Or was it something else? Something else, he smelled something that made right. him vomit. If right. I consult my notes, we could probably find it, but yeah. we'll spare the audience. <laughs> well, I, I definitely remember, yeah, like, he gives him the cigars, and then now, like, he probably, though, like, this this was, like, six episodes ago. Oh, wait. Kramer drank some bad milk. The oh, that's right. He that drank the expired. expired milk. Yes. Right, yeah, because right. I remember we were talking about how weird it would be for Jerry to have expired right. milk. Right. Very so off you? brand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it Cass Kramer? Was that the K-Man? So, uh, yeah, they're uh, basically now on the on the trip to the cabin. Um, George and Elaine, or no, George and Susan are in one car. Elaine and uh, Jerry are in another car following um, them. Yeah, and George uh, is driving too fast. Too and- fast and erratically. He's trying to make good time, but also... Uh, Susan is like really horned up in this episode yeah, for wow. no reason. Like Man. she's trying to get him to whip it out. Yeah. The, the whole and they made they made some reference to that earlier, kind yeah. of where they said that I think uh, Elaine asked, "Does George even like Susan?" Right, and, and he said, "Well, he likes it." Right, he likes the sex. Mm. Yeah, right. Dirty Which dog. makes sense. I mean, you're not going to turn down sex if you're George, right? I mean, I think we've all had, like, girls before where it's like, oh, she's especially switched on, and just, like, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like, wow, this is great. Yeah, I I agree. You can ignore a personality that's not your favorite for a little while to, you know, get while the getting's good. She's like a six or a seven, but her willingness is a 12. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, she almost did it on the uh, Bubble Boy porch. No shit. It was almost going down, yeah. Not to to skip too far ahead. She was like, oh, what's that, a partition or uh, what do you got there? Uh, (laughs) She's like, do you guys got a spare room? Yeah. We'll do it in the closet, whatever. Um. 
but she's like, yeah, trying to like suck him off or like make him out, make <laughs> out with him a little trouble boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. <laughs> but he's also like not swerving or anything. He's actually like driving quite well for like all of his distractions. Yeah, he's got some race car driver in him. Yeah. It seems he's, he is making good time. But then uh, Jerry obviously is like, he's driving too fast. What's going on? Yeah. Meek Jerry, he can't, can't nope. keep up with no. Can't keep up, and then he loses them, and now they're like, okay, well, how did you, uh, we'll just meet him at the Bubble Boy house, and he's like, I didn't get the address, oh my gosh. Yeah, Jerry left the directions written out right. at home, right? Uh, which we'll come back to I think later. that's Jerry's, one of his biggest faults is he leaves things up to other people and then goes, why did this happen the way it happened? You're like, because you left it up to them, you, you dummy. You depended on your <laughs> yeah. shitbag friends. Yeah, that's why, <laughs> yeah. You should have realized can't that do it. you can't rely on any of your friends. <laughs> well, but that's what makes Jerry unreliable. Right, He has too right. much faith in unreliable people. Right. And yeah. obviously they should know, like, well, of course Jerry didn't uh, take the directions because that's not Jerry. If Elaine was a better person, <laughs> she would have taken the directions her fucking self. Sure. She would have wow. looked it up sure. and she would have she would have been like, nah, Jerry's not going to write down the, the mm-hmm. directions. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look this place up on my own. It's really all about self-reliance, this show. I never Definitely. thought about it. It's just, uh, yeah, it's about uh, personal responsibility. Just, it's, uh, yeah, I, it's funny because it's, it's, it's about doomsday. selfish mm-hmm. people who have no self-reliance. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's a... It's a brilliant show. It's, they were trying to tell us to be doomsday preppers. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was the whole thing. They were yeah. basically saying, like, these are horrible people that learn nothing and will never learn anything or grow or if, be better people. <laughs> I think we all watched the entire series of Seinfeld and then got our bug out bags. But <laughs> like, I can't count on Kramer for shit, man. Nope. Can't be a city slicker like these guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh... So we have um, Naomi and Kramer also showing up at um, at Jerry's apartment. So so Jerry and Elaine decide they're going to pull off. Right. Um, there's also this thing about uh, George blowing through a toll booth. Right, and uh, having to pay or <laughs> having yeah, to pay for the, the toll. Have the change on hand. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is such another Jewish like George thing. Like he's so <laughs> frugal. Like he's so like nitpicky, penny pinching. <laughs> yeah. No. So. Um, so Naomi calls Jerry. Yeah. Uh, Kramer is in Jerry's apartment. Yep. And Naomi says, like, hey, I changed my mind. I would really like to go and give it another chance. Mm-hmm. Kramer picks up. His his golfing got canceled. Um, Naturally or conveniently. Yeah. So he's hanging out in Jerry's apartment. He picks up the phone. And then the two of them go together. Mm-hmm. And they're like fast friends. Fast yeah. friends. Oh, yeah. Fast friends. Because they're two people who apparently have no idea how irritating they are to other people. <laughs> so they're like, they're immediate friends. Mm-hmm. Two outliers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not yeah. quite sure, like, it, are they now an item? Or is now, like, she into this Kramer? Very, or? like every pot has a lid you know right sort right of to it and that's how like, he's normally picked up like the librarian was kind of off the wall a little bit mm-hmm. what's uh elaine's uh former roommate, roommate who was, was very into african cooking right and she's a little off dancing <laughs> so like yeah like kramer he has like some sort of spanish fly when it comes to like nutty broads yeah very much uh, like just the weird weird ones. ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i see it so and so they're all driving now. George and Susan are at the Bubble Boy's house. They're like, oh, man, should we walk in or should we hang out and wait for Jerry? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's very nervous about meeting the Bubble Boy. <laughs> he feels, yeah, there's this story that he made his uh, his aunt die <laughs> right. when she was sooner she, he made her die sooner than she would have right yeah because yeah. she was on the mend and then the way he reacted to seeing her in the hospital <laughs> right Which, right the fact that george is carrying around this guilt for yeah. something that yeah. yeah probably doesn't have anything to do with him no nope. yeah, well i mean there's certain people that you can their face is very readable you know they don't have a good poker face. definitely <laughs> yeah right. like ooh. <laughs> They look at you, yikes. <laughs> but, like, I don't think he really had... Do you think he had a hand in his wife's, like, cancer death? Well, like, well yeah, mm, yeah. I mean, that, 
I mean, what, what, uh, who knows? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the power of now, power of positive energy. Right, who right. Knows? He manifested the it. Secret, yeah, he manifested. <laughs> Did his vision board involve killing his aunt? Yes. <laughs> it had her fucking death photo right there. It's like autopsy photos. Like, how did you have that before? Like, oh, I went to the future, got him. Yeah, I had the answer. Um, so basically, they go meet the the bubble boy. Um, but also, uh, George and or uh, Jerry and Elaine are at this diner. Yeah, figuring out what they should do next because they don't know where to go. There's a conversation where Jerry orders like a turkey club and a cup of coffee, and right. Elaine orders water. Jerry says, "You can't just order water. Kind it's not of, a park bench." Yeah, it, it, I understand his his thinking in this to, to me i felt like well they're he ordered something you know if, yes. they, if they both if they both had ordered Nothing. only water that's been that my principle if yeah right because yeah. I, like i went out uh, i used to work at this place in hollywood where these guys would eat out lunch every meal and i just mm-hmm. like that's not in my budget or i budget for other course, things instead right. of eating out all the time and you so don't I need to or lunch. Why, why yeah why wouldn't you want a sandwich from time to time yeah. that you made yourself or whatever <laughs> yeah exactly and it was like I, I mean like and if you eat out like even if you eat out a meal every weekend like a whole weekend you just do nothing but eat out you feel <laughs> I was gonna say who's, worse after that his you know? name is a meal yeah <laughs> <laughs> If you eat a meal, that guy's been eating nothing but Taco Bell, man. You feel like crap as as a cannibal. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, I don't want to eat out that much. But also, I kind of understand, like, as a person that goes to diners occasionally with people, mm. if I were to, like, eat, order a bunch of food, I would feel weird if I was going to eat all this food and you're just going to drink water. Um, yeah, I mean, so. it depends on, I guess, the, the time of day, the uh, type of diner. Right. But, I mean, at places like Denny's or whatever. Right. I mean, a lot of people will just end up there hanging out, and it's like you, you're catching up with people. You're, yeah. It's not really about the food. It's about kind of kind of about the hang and about the I can the understand table. that, like, if maybe they were already eating, they didn't expect to go to this diner, and now she's like, I'm not hungry. I just ate, like, an hour ago. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's like a mom-and-pop diner – that's a different story. I think, sure. like, at least order a coffee. Even if you right. just have two sips. You know? right. Or a soda or something. Right, you know? right. Because it's a right. diner. A lot of people just go in there for a cup of coffee. Right, totally. you know? right. It's like the whole loitering. Like, you got to go in there and pay for yeah, something. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're probably using the bathroom there, too. Like, sure. you know, give them a pittance to offset the right. cost of the water for washing your hands. Unless you know? you're bringing your own toilet paper. Right. You got <laughs> to tip a little bit. All yeah. right. So uh, the waitress at the diner uh, recognizes Jerry and wants to get an autograph because uh, Elaine says, like, oh, yeah, he has a bunch of his photos in his car. And Jerry's <laughs> like, no, I don't. I don't have any. And, like... They and Elaine's like, and you're lying. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> and so. then he uh, writes a, a, a nice letter saying, uh, nothing finer than being in your diner. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even wordplay. This it's, is just a rhyme. It's a rhyme. Yeah. yeah. It's not even a pun. Which I, I'm, I'm partial to rhyme schemes, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like that was pretty fresh. It was know? all right. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. I it's mean. personable. It was, yeah, he made it more, uh, it wasn't just a rant, the signature and no. there was nothing, or just your name and the signature was. I yeah. also. Um, it seems positive. <laughs> it seems yeah. cool. I would have taken it fine. And obviously the, uh, the waitress is like, no, this is great. <laughs> and uh, Elaine's giving him shit, though, saying, like, you're a famous comedian. And this is what you came yeah. up with. People are gonna see this and they're gonna laugh at how bad that is because <laughs> you're supposed to be a comedian. Yeah, but also she doesn't give him any suggestions of like maybe you should say like you know anything else. Like, yeah, no, I mean, so then Jerry's doing this whole thing with the waitress where he's like, "I'd really like it back," and she's like, "No," he's like. I'll mail you one with something funnier on it. And she's like, okay, well, when you mail me that, I'll mail you back this one. And right. it's like, yeah, if he were to leave with the picture, I would not believe that Mm-mm. he was going to like go no, out didn't. of his way <laughs> to like mail her. This is like collateral now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But he should have just said something even more crass, like nothing finer than your tits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then dude. she's like, oh, yeah, maybe I should keep the diner one (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, no but i feel like um it is 
do people even still do this as celebrities? Do people like? Would you I, I ever want to run into a celebrity and he just has or they have carrying headshots? Headshots? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> I don't think people are carrying headshots mm-hmm. as much anymore. It's no. on the phone, right? Yeah, I would true. assume even if you asked to take a picture, that would be kind of like, uh, I'm good, man. Yeah, no. I mean, I try not to harass celebrities when I see them out. Sure, you know if. Like, but I if, don't know. if you got to harass them, you got to harass them. Yeah. I've seen. Um, I mean, if they harass me first, you know, <laughs> an ass for an ass. That's what I say. So the only celebrity I've asked to take a picture with was uh, Matt Groening. <clears throat> was he cool? He was cool. Yeah, and it was at an art gallery that was for The Simpsons. It was like a yeah. Simpsons mm-hmm. exhibit, and I was like, "Wow, wow, Matt Groening's here!" And he's just a like a normal guy that's hanging out like i've I've recognized people a few times and like i've talked to them but i don't want to like i don't want to like put them outside of like them enjoying right their time out right i want to make it weird for them yeah yeah i mean it's ballsy to ask for a a picture yeah i didn't ask him right out of the gate i just like really just said like he actually asked me he because i said I just want to tell you I'm a big fan. This is awesome. Obviously, was it like a meet and greet? No, he was oh, just oh. A, a he was another patron at this mu- museum. Oh yeah. like, <laughs> and that's the I thing. just want to come admire my work. And <laughs> it was it was Simpsons artwork that was inspired by the show. So it was all these different artists that were just like you know, and it was, was all it the sorts premiere? of Yes, yeah. Okay, it was at Meltdown. Because I was um, like, if it was like three weeks into the exhibit and he just happened to be no, there, that's a little it weird. It was the first <laughs> night, and one of my friend's husbands was the uh, was one of the artists. Mm. He made mm. like a bunch of uh, multimedia-like stuff, and um, it was really cool. Anyway, I was standing and just like noticing, and I was like at first told uh, one of my friends like, hey, that guy looks a lot like Matt Groening. And and then somebody was like, "It is Matt Groening." Mm. I was like, "What the? This is the fuck? first night, you fucking boob. It's Matt Groening." <laughs> <laughs> but nobody was bugging him, and nobody was like, you know, it wasn't like a. He was just standing around by himself. That's great. Looking at some painting and going, like, "Hmm, that does look like a lot, Mike Bart." Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so I just that's went what up. Lisa would look like painted <laughs> with human feces. Got it. Pretty Got much. It. Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> and uh, I went up to him and was like, "Hey." Uh, I just wanted to compliment him and say, like, hey, really cool. Like, this whole thing is, like, what a weird thing to think about is, like, I've spawned all of this or, like, everything <laughs> that is here is because of me. Yeah. And uh, and then after I said, awesome, I'll thanks for doing this and blah, 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 gushing a little bit. He's like, you want to take a picture? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough thing meeting your heroes. It's like when to when to put a cap on it. You're right, like, and then after you're cool, I took- bro, like the one the one person that I did ask to take a picture with was um, I met the husband and wife from Yola Tango one time. Wow, at Grand Central Market, and they were <laughs> what they were really spot. cool. They yeah. weren't performing. <laughs> no, 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 they were performing at Ace Hotel, so they would have been like mm. right there in downtown anyway. Um, but yeah. Uh, What's what's their name? Uh, Georgia and uh, and Ira, and uh, yeah, they were they were really chill people, and they were just like, oh yeah, totally, whatever, you know, and like, are you coming to the show? And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like seeing you guys live. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I like, I like the recordings better. Yeah, yeah. 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 the early stuff, you know. I saw you live once. It was nah. more like the... no, nah, they're great live. They are great live. So I took a picture with Dennis Rodman. Oh, oh right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. right. That's right. We know. Yeah. <laughs> we know all about the Rod Man. Yeah, the man. famous Rodman. Yeah. What's he up to? He's uh He's uh you know, he's part I don't know. He's always got uh he'll he'll go wild on his He's still <laughs> rogue because of uh stealing the crystal or whatever. What? That kind of flew under the radar. I think there was yeah, he, he got in trouble he got uh some he, grand theft charges. Yeah. It, it sounded like there's been a lot of those lately where people have been showing up uh, crowds have been showing up to like department stores and stealing stuff and it kinda sounded like like a smash and grab. Crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he, but I you know, I don't wanna um I mean, you know, I wanna disparage right. his Allegedly. barrage, but yeah, I think he, they all were at like some type of yoga studio. Him and him and a bunch of buddies, and wow. I mean, he might have just been with some nefarious characters, and 
You know, if I know Rodman, I mean, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that guy kind of that kind of came and went. It was kind of in the local news. <laughs> he didn't yeah. namaste there. No, yeah. <laughs> I give that to Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So uh, yeah, we're hanging out obviously um, with the Bubble Boy again. Now uh, George is playing. Uh, well, George and Susan are playing Trivial Pursuit. Well, they also meet them, and he's just hanging out there at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and hanging then, out with the parents, and they're talking about the particulars of, uh, it's just a plastic partition. We keep having, it feels like the parents are used to going over this yeah, with people. Yes. Yeah. And like, no, everyone thinks it's an igloo, but it's just a plastic partition in the room. <laughs> and then um, we have uh, George talking about uh, Susan, trying to talk her up a little bit, like, oh, she's an executive at NBC. Mm-hmm. And then the bubble boy quickly goes can I see? Like, can you get naked, or can I? Yeah, can you take your top off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bubble Boy's a real piece of shit. Um, <laughs> which is a, uh, I don't know. I mean, and he has that voice. Like, take your top off. Yeah, like, he's, he's got a real, definitely like a very a like, real. How about uh, you take your top off? Yeah, <laughs> kind of raspy voice. I like a longshoreman from like Jersey, kind of. I feel like, like this is a decent. Um, this is a decent point to make. People aren't solely defined by their disabilities. <laughs> and um, oftentimes you meet people uh, with disabilities right. who are not like the, you know, humble, like no. saintly disabled people in the movies. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this guy's a, this guy's kind of a violent drunk. Right. As, right. <laughs> as well as having CP, you a know, real, like, a real, <laughs> real child in a bubble. Rather yeah. Than just boy. I think that was the real uh, I listened to a little I didn't bit. Know I was meeting the bully in the bubble. Jeez. I listened to an interview with uh, Larry David about this episode, and he was talking about, like, initially he was like, I don't know, should we do this episode? Like, and he wasn't really on board, but then, like, one of the writers was like, what if we made him a big dick? Like, what if the <laughs> Bubble Boy was just an asshole? Yeah. And he's like, now there's an episode. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he just elicits sympathy, then I feel like right. it kind of kills all the trains before they leave the station right, like there's right. no jokes that's really gonna land when he's like i'm so tired you know <laughs> <laughs> right right and um it's also i guess easier to make those jokes against him if he is kind of unlikable like if yeah. he's very likable you, then you can't make a joke about him yeah. or none of like jerry's or george's like uh skepticism is gonna be like held over well Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like um, also <laughs> I love that he uh, he's holding like or he's got these like hands. He's got like these weird like glove hands yeah. that are like sticking out like of the, the like nuclear gloves right. that you use to handle uh-huh. radioactive material. Yeah, of course. That coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a temple of the dog poster in his right. Oh, yeah, weird yeah. reference, which I wanted to point out because this is like a super duper moment in time. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they had one album. Yeah, I was just it was going, a super group, right? I went. They were a side project. Yeah, Pearl Jam, yeah. Soundgarden. I went down right, a rabbit right. hole uh, in the in the last year. And right, yes, yeah. So the the guys from uh, Pearl Jam were in a band before they met Eddie Vedder. Right, called uh, Mother Love Bone. That guy OD'd, and right. then they did a tribute album with uh, fucking, what's his name? The guy who killed himself from Soundgarden. Yeah, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, Chris Cornell um, and he like did an album where like the proceeds went to the family of the Mother right. Love Bone singer. Uh, and also that was like right when they were meeting and working with Eddie Vedder. So Eddie Vedder sang right. on a couple of al- the songs. And uh, I think the album was released... Then Pearl Jam and Soundgarden took off, and then like the record companies re-released the album as like sort of like to cash in on the sudden. Of course, of, like, right? Oh, but here's I'm this going song, hungry. yeah, with Chris I'm Cornell and Eddie Vedder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> some bangers. In there. Yeah, hungry. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, points to '94. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. Um. So we have now we cut to uh, basically uh, them playing Trivial Pursuit with uh, the Bubble Boy, mm-hmm. and um, we have uh, them talking about this. Uh, <laughs> who invaded Spain in the eighth century? Yeah, <laughs> which it is the Moors. It is the, the Bubble Moors, Boy. Yeah. Is clearly. right. He's yeah. clearly right. 
And then George is like, no, sorry. The moops. <laughs> moops. <laughs> and I feel like this is such a Larry David or like moment where like, you know, classic George where he's like, this is the way I get him. Like I could totally be like, hmm, condescending towards like, huh, you think you're smart? You're not smart at all. Only on a technicality like this, though. Like he, yeah. even though he probably knows deep down, like of course it's Moore's, but it doesn't say Moore's. George might not know that it's Moore's. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. George might not. He would be <laughs> true, like, it's true. Moops, <laughs> but the card says it's the Moops. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it really said that? Do you think? The of card, course. Yeah. Another is- uh, inside look too. They said that one of the writers actually had this real story at uh, his mother-in-law's house, and it literally like went to like almost blows to be like it's moops. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fastest game of Trivial Pursuit ever. Right, by right. The way, and no shit. The Bubble Boy must be really good at Trivial no. Pursuit because he he's must fucking be lapping George. I mean, if he's been in that like you know partition for all his life. He has to have read like that every question in like that whole game. Yeah, exactly. Like, does he have the expander deck? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, we would quickly go from like, oh, you got to land on like you know special ones to get the pieces of the pie, which turned into quickly like just land on any of them and it'll give pie. Any of them. Anything gives you pie. We're trying to get this game over with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like, you ever played the actual game of Mousetrap? Nope, I just built the thing. Yep, and- <laughs> just built the Rube Goldberg machine and put it together and watch yeah. it go. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, so then they're quickly uh, getting heated over, uh, you know, whether or not it's Moops versus Moors. We cut to Kramer and Naomi getting it to the cabin. They start like going like, hey, let's go skinny dipping or this- swimming at the creek or whatever weird call back to kramer being in the polar bear club right in new york uh which i think is like a season three thing but uh they sort of flash back to it Mm -hmm. this this kind of feels like if you're gonna go night swimming with somebody the first time you meet you guys are officially an item yeah kind of you guys are living your capricious and if, wild fantasies mm, now. And obviously know? Jerry would not care at this point, but like any other person, if you were dating this girl at one point and she shows up with your best friend, not even your best friend, just a, a guy that you know. Yeah. And she's swimming with him now. When I would definitely be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I mean Kramer <laughs> swooped in. I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> in every sense, he swooped in the apartment. And Jerry does in. not care at all. Like Yeah. <laughs> well, Jer- Jerry gets so much thrown at him that he like he doesn't he's he's already off to the yeah Yeah. he's probably thinking like could i have fucked this waitress if she didn't choke me before (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah they they are swimming in the uh creek or wherever and then of course kramer leaves his cigar lit at the cabin which quickly sets it on Mm. fire it lands on a pile of newspapers right which is kind of like right right they're like a hoarder living in this cabin <laughs> during the off season. What's going on? Maybe it's a bunch of uh, well, it's a little you know like foreshadowing to the, yeah. the Cheever's letters. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, when, but it just pretty. Uh, I mean, you think you would bring it outside with them? Jesus. Yeah, you would think you would take it to the the lake with them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at any rate, we're um, we uh, we have uh, George and Elaine. They're at the diner. Uh, sorry, Jerry and Elena are at the diner. Jerry's arguing with the waitress to get the headshot back. Right. Then some some concerned town person comes in. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally feels like, like a, a completely <laughs> different movie where he's no like, kidding. hey, somebody attacked the poor milking kid. And is this like, like the fucking like, Lassie moment? Like, uh, <laughs> what is that boy? Lassie's in the well and needs yeah. to get Timmy out? Because what? Fucking Clint Eastwood lookalike to be like, someone's attacked the boy in the bubble. We as concerned town folks need to rally together. And it's just like, holy and moly, how, what is this? And now? how does it get, how does this word get spread so quickly? Who's who's yeah, witnessing yeah. the, like, this whole in exchange. Did you hear about the Tomlinson kid? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Did it's... Brian Doyle Murphy go, like, you know, call the, like, nearest, like, member of the, the yeah. town and go, like, hey, hey, my boy is hell the He's whole in trouble. Elks Club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this, I'm amazed that the Bubble Boy has that effect on some people because he's yeah. so rude. Who would yeah. care? Yeah, yeah who you would, would think, care? You would think everybody in the town <laughs> oh, would hate him at that point. Yeah. That's the thing is that, like, 
the bubble boy, the reason that he gets away with being a dick is because no one can talk shit about him. <laughs> because he's the sick kid, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, yeah. he is the way that he mm-hmm. is because no one... Well, no he one shouldn't meeting even be him called... can be like, you're a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he and they might have known him when he was younger, perhaps, in, in the mm, small town. How old dude. do you have to be before you go from boy to man? Like, he should yeah. be a bubble man now. That's a, yeah, it's yeah. good. You don't, you don't ever hear of a bubble he's man. He's a bubble right. adolescent, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he's got... <laughs> he's like 50 in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they might not make it to man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Jerry obviously goes and... Uh, goes to the bubble boy's house because all the townspeople are like let's go over there come on yeah and uh he shows up talks to jerry or george about like you know the whole incident and uh you know they're <laughs> they're saying it's over moops mm-hmm. still over moors whatever the question was mm-hmm. and um yeah it's just a big like i guess uh they doesn't jerry doesn't even really find out if he's if the bubble boy is really a jerk or yeah. not. He kind of gives them a little bit of shit of like, hey, how come you didn't show up earlier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then they all uh, they all leave. Right. Which is weird. Like, uh, George doesn't have any repercussions for popping the no. bubble. Nope. Well, I, I think um, it was uh, George's girlfriend that, I think she right. popped Right, Susan. Or she was slapping at him a it's, bit. As they're like kind of struggling, because he's getting choked out by the bubble boy, and then at some point, the bubble bursts or like, yeah, there's a pop. It was self-defense. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Stand your ground against the bubble. So George gets choked out by the bubble boy. Jerry gets choked out by the waitress. There's a lot of choking in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very sexual. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then afterwards, yeah, they leave the bubble boy. um, Then they go back to Susan's uh, cabin and they notice that it's on fire. Yeah. And then Kramer and Naomi come back, and they're, you know. Yep. And they're, like, kind of in this, like, afterglow, maybe. Maybe they just, like, fucked in the lake. Yeah. Um, that's going to be an awkward conversation. <laughs> At some point, yeah, <laughs> yeah, presumably. But they see the cabin is on fire. Mm-hmm. Kramer says, oh, no, my Cubans. And yep. runs in for the fucking cigars. So he loses the cigars. That's where the episode kind of ends. Be ruined by the smoke damage, of course. though, right? They like, would have they would totally taste been terrible. At Definitely, that point. might age them a little bit. Like, that <laughs> little, I don't think that's burnt. a humidor quality. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, they're they're definitely dried out. <laughs> so then we have uh, the stand-up that wraps up the episode, and it's about fire and smoke, and how uh, it's cool to have fire in your hand. That's why you're a smoker, probably. Yeah. I don't think that's the only reason why I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it's <laughs> so I, I think hold the fire in my hand is the number one yeah. reason. The mm-hmm. Addictive properties of nicotine yes. would probably be tops on the list. Hey, I didn't have a cigarette all day today. You didn't? No. Oh, hey, yeah. way to go, man. Yeah. What about a cigar? Have nope, one. haven't had any yeah. cigars either. That's why I can smell the cat shit in here. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> totally. Ah, uh, bada bing. Um... Um, yeah, so no. we have, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Uh, what are your thoughts? You like it? Yeah. Solid? Yeah, no, uh, I know I've seen, I remember seeing an episode with a bubble boy, but it, this was a good refresh of this episode for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think the funny, the, the level of selfishness you see that everybody has yes. is kind of the, the funny theme of this episode is mm-hmm, just how mm-hmm. everybody is just they're all sociopaths. You know? yeah, <laughs> they're, all, yeah. they're all yeah. so zoned in on their thing. Just mm-hmm. getting what can and, I get? and yeah. completely indifferent to, of course, yeah. it's always awesome to see, uh, these people being shitty people. And, uh, there's no comeuppance. There's no repercussions, <laughs> <laughs> no consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't even really see much of a consequence later in this Thursday's episode coming up. Cause we but, do have it wrapping up. Yeah, the cabin gets brought up again. Now that we've now that we've teased that, uh, Evan, would you like to tell people where they can follow you on the social media? Yeah, you can follow me. Um, I'm on Instagram uh, and uh, everything else. Fuck yeah, nation. Yeah, O C K Y E A H nation. I have the Fuck Yeah Nation podcast. Fuck Check yeah. it out. Cast me if you can. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, a big Focky out of that. Yeah. yeah, if you're about Focky yeah vibes, if mm-hmm. you're kind of, you know, I mean, there's some Fock maybe themes of right. this episode. But. Yeah, you know. 
And also, guys, follow us on the liner notes. You know what to do with podcasts. And uh, until Thursday, keep it sponge-worthy, guys. Yeah. What's the deal with Brian Doyle Murray? I heard he was supposed to be the best Murray brother, but he couldn't foot the bill. What's the deal with skinny dipping? I've never been skinny dipping in anything. If anything, it should be called fat flopping. What's the deal with hemoglobin? Does anybody just have regular globin? Why is it all hemo? I'm not familiar with that prefix. What's the deal with Elmer Fudd? Anytime someone laughs like him, it really bugs me. What's the deal with long-distance phone calls? If I knew it was going to cost that much to call Ying Yang from Ping Pong, I would have just flown to China.